Being a Baptist on a scale of one to 100 means zero to me. Being biblical is what matters to me. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Welcome to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm Josh Philpott, your host. As always, I'm joined by Richard Caldwell, the pastor of Founders Baptist Church. Our guest today is Ken Ramey, the pastor of Lakeside Bible Church. One question we had uh, was about denominations in, within Christianity. Uh, you can't even count on two hands how many denominations there are. There are probably hundreds of denominations in Christianity. And uh, even among you guys, we have uh, one church, Founders Baptist Church. Mm. That's what our name says. This is Baptist, Baptist tradition. And then, Ken, your church is Lakeside Bible Church. I mean, maybe there isn't much difference between the two churches, but but we have these different names. And then outside of that, we see other religions and other denominations, Methodists, Presbyterian, Lutheran, other denominations. Uh, why do we have so many denominations? And then which one is really the real deal? Yeah. <laughs> well, pointing out the fact that Ken and I, uh, the churches that we pastor have different names, I think is a, is a good starting point uh, to say, more than, than a denominational name, we need to examine what churches believe. What, what, what do they believe doctrinally? What do they believe in terms of church practice? How, how do they do ministry? So in our case, our churches are virtually identical. Uh, doctrinally, we believe the same things, and in terms of how our churches function, they're very much the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, plurality of elders and elder rule and all that. So, so more than focusing on a church's denominational name, I need to ask, what does this church believe? And you know, Josh, because we uh, belong to the Southern Baptist Convention, uh, if you think that you're going to find the same thing in every Southern Baptist church, you're mm-hmm. going to discover you're Mistaken. wrong. So yeah. uh, there's a great variety under that, mm-hmm. under that title. Second thing I would point out is we've got to make sure we're talking about Christianity. Mm-hmm. So one of the things you can be sure of is wherever you have genuine Christianity, there's going to be agreement on the gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, recently we've celebrated the 500th uh, anniversary of the Reformation. You know, Scripture alone, grace alone, faith alone, Christ alone, to the glory of God alone. These are the things that, that Christians believe. And so w- whether you're talking about a Presbyterian church or a Baptist church or a Bible church where you have genuine Christianity, uh, we're going to hold those things in common. We're going to believe the same thing about the gospel, mm-hmm. which is to say we're going to have the same view of God. Mm-hmm. Um, the Trinity. Mm-hmm. First-tier uh, issues. Yeah, first-tier yeah. issues. We're going to be in agreement about those things. So let's just begin by making clear that's that's the circle within which now we're discussing differences. Mm-hmm. The genuine Christianity and a right view of God. Mm-hmm. Now, why are there differences there? Re- recently, I've been preaching through the, the Gospel of Mark, and it's a very interesting thing takes place in the eighth chapter, where for the only time Jesus heals a man in stages— uh, he, uh, there's a blind man. <clears throat> His sight is restored, but at first it's, it's unclear. It's blurry. Mm-hmm. Christ asks him what he sees to, to, to bring that out, the fact that he can't see clearly. Touches his eyes again, and then the man sees clearly. Mm-hmm. Two or three other times after that, in, in Mark's account, you, you find the disciples of Jesus asked a question by Christ. They're able to see. They have vision but they don't really comprehend the fact that he's going to the cross, that he's going to die on the cross and be raised from the dead. They don't see that yet. 
And of course, after the resurrection of Christ and his appearances to the disciples, they have clear vision about that. So you see their vision sort of restored in stages. They understand that, that Jesus is the Christ. They believe in him to that degree, but they don't fully comprehend where, where this is all headed, okay? And I think that that principle holds true even with believers on this side of glorification. The Lord has given us vision. We, we know who the true and living God is. We know who his son is. We understand the gospel. But as Paul said, we're still, it's like we see in a mirror dimly. Mm -hmm. One day we're going to see face to face. One day all these things that, that good Christians disagree about, that believers debate about, one day all our questions about those things will be answered and we'll all agree. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I think what we see in terms of denominational distinctions reflects the fact that we're not yet glorified. Mm -hmm. uh, there are brothers that I know love Jesus every bit as much as I do, and they believe the scriptures with all their hearts, and yet we just see certain issues differently, mm. uh, both striving to, to get our arms around the truth of God's word. We, we, our minds are just not glorified, and so we, we do the best we can, and one day our vision will be clarified. Mm. Yeah, I think about um, denominations being a bad thing and a good thing. Mm. Mm. Um, I think they're two sides of the, 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 the coin there. Uh, obviously, Scripture tells us to be diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace mm. because we have one Lord, one faith, one baptism. And so we're to be tolerant with one another in love and strive to get along, strive to stay unified. Um, but at the same time, 1 Corinthians says that there are factions among you and that's not all bad because... Mm -hmm. It, it, it's they're there to show who's who and what's what and what you believe and what you're committed to. And and so I think uh, on, on one hand, all the splintering of the church throughout the centuries has been a, a bad thing and a bad testimony in many ways uh, to, to the world because they look at the church and they see us not getting along with one another and mm -hmm. they think we don't want anything to do with you. But on the other hand, uh, it's been necessary. And you mentioned the Reformation. Mm -hmm. um, that was a necessary division um, and a whole new, uh, I guess that was the original denomination, right? From the Catholic Church to the Protestant Church. Those were the two original denominations. Um, and, and that was a, a right and that was necessary. And I think that honored and glorified God. And so um, I do think that we have to um, understand that, as you mentioned, we all see dimly mm -hmm. right now. John Calvin said, even the best theologian is only 80% right. <laughs> and so uh, I'm so thankful for you, Richard, because while we come from different backgrounds, uh, you're associated with the Southern Baptist Church. Our church is just an independent, non-denominational church. Uh, the Bible is what matters most. Yeah. Amen. And uh, I think at the end of the day, what you need to look at in a church to, to answer the question, who's the real deal? Mm -hmm. um, the reformers said... Uh, if you see three things in a church, you found the real deal. Hmm. And, and there are three criteria for a biblical church was, do they preach the gospel? Mm -hmm. uh, do they have a biblical understanding of the sacraments or the ordinances? Do they practice communion and mm -hmm. baptism, believers' right. baptism? And then the third thing was, do they practice church discipline? Mm -hmm. And if you've got those three things, mm -hmm. um, then you know that's the real deal. That's mm -hmm. a true church. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and you can fellowship with people uh, all around the world, regardless of their denomination, if they are committed to those three things. Hmm. So somebody moving to a new area, maybe, or maybe they're leaving one denomination for something else, they're Googling, 
where you know uh, I need a new church and they're looking for churches in this in this area is that what they're looking for alone and can you really find that on church websites you know how, how does how does somebody find the denomination that is is there a denomination that suits them or are they really looking for for that specifically what are some of these differences you mentioned non-denominational what's the what's the difference between denomination baptist and non-denominational bible church or whatever it might yeah, be yeah i think our desire uh, and our reason for you know defining ourselves as a bible church was simply that we wanted people to understand that we're not committed to a tradition or or some uh, form of theology. It was the Bible that, that we just are coming straight out of the scriptures. And I know there's a lot of Baptist churches that come straight out of the scriptures. Um, but for us, that just seemed like the best thing to call ourselves, to define ourselves as, hey, we're, uh, we don't, we don't want to be known as a, a Catholic church or a, uh, or a, or a Lutheran church or a, a brethren church or a, uh, a Methodist church or a Baptist church. Uh, because I think in some ways, again, denominations t- turn off a lot of people. And, yeah. And they don't, yeah, they don't want to, they don't want to associate with particular denomination. And we're like, Hey, we're not about denominations. That That's irrelevant to us. We're just about what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And so if you're a Baptist church, Methodist church, Lutheran church, we don't care. Do you believe the scriptures? Do you understand the gospel? Uh, are your leadership, is your leadership biblically qualified? You know, mm-hmm. those are the things that we care about. And so I, I've often had the privilege of helping people who uh, have moved on from our church, maybe moved to a different part of the country or even mm-hmm. around the world, help them try to find a new church. And, um, you know, I typically go on their website and I'm not, I really don't care what the name of the church is or what denomination it is. Um, I'm looking to see what their view of the scriptures is. Um, um, looking for their doctrinal statement. What do they believe? Are they mm-hmm. like-minded doctrinally? Um, is their leadership, you know, biblically qualified? Mm-hmm. You know, and those are the things I would encourage our people. And ultimately, is the gospel preached? Um, mm. uh, that's what I encourage our people to look for. So, that's good, Ken. And, and to underscore what he's saying, that's what you have to look for. You have to look at those main issues. And and it's not as easy as saying, well, there's a denomination that this will always be true in that denomination. It's just, it's just not right. that easy. Mm. There are Bible churches that are less committed to the scriptures than our church is as a Baptist church. So you just can't measure it that way. Um, and, and so th- those issues that Ken has identified, those, those are the main issues wherever you go. And this is why belonging to a faithful church is so helpful if the day comes you ever, ever have to leave that faithful church because a right view of the local church includes a willingness to allow oneself to be shepherded. And so you can look to the leadership of the church you belong to to help you find that next church if you're moving into some other you know, part of the country. Uh, they can assist you. As Ken says, he'll get online. He'll look at these churches. He'll examine their doctrinal statements. So, so a, a believer's not having to do that in isolation from other believers. Someone can help you as you, as you try to decide those questions. Uh, the main things Christian churches are going to agree about uh, the other, that's not to say the other issues aren't uh, important. Uh, we don't baptize babies, infants, for mm-hmm. a reason, uh, mm-hmm. for a good biblical reason from our vantage point. But that doesn't mean that I can't love a Presbyterian brother mm-hmm. uh, who, who sees that issue differently. So <clears throat> the Bible, the Bible. When I first came here, I told the, uh, the, 
the church. Uh, being a Baptist on a scale of one to 100 means zero to me. Being biblical is what matters to me. Uh, the reason why we are Baptists is because this has been a way to associate with other churches who believe the same things we believe about these issues, you know, about baptism, about the autonomy of the local churches to say every church is self-governing. You know, it's not just independent churches that are independent. Southern Baptist churches are as independent as independent churches are, mm -hmm. uh, which is obviously uh, um, uh, sometimes misunderstood by people. They'll mm -hmm. think that because we're a part of a convention, there's some hierarchy dictating to us what we're to do in our local setting. That's not true. Mm -hmm. so, so these are things you're going to have to study and sift through. It's not as easy as just looking for a name or a title mm -hmm. and saying, oh, that's where I need to be. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. Now, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this podcast on our YouTube channel. Or if you would like the audio version of this podcast, you can get that on the podcast app of your choice. For more details about Straight Truth, you can go to straighttruth.net. And there you can find details about our Facebook page and our Twitter page. Remember that Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, which is the preaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more info, go to walkingingrace.org.